podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, this is Chesney Hawks here. You are watching My Hammers 11 with the one and only Russ. Hi everybody, Russ and my Amazon 11. Hope you are all safe and well. I really mean that. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you may time we put new content on. As always, I'd love to thank our channel sponsors, Untuck It. Check it out in the description below. We have another uh, My Hammers 11 episode, uh, over 300. I need to, I, I do need to go down and count how many you've had, but over 300, which is mental. Um, all the way, and, and I'm looking forward to this one. Looking forward to talking to Brian, uh, or, or sorry, Stanners. Stanners. Brian's fine. <laughs> <laughs> how are we doing big man are you all right yeah i'm not too bad yourself yeah i'm all right i'm all right i'm all right it's uh yeah it's it's I, i'm just hoping that this season doesn't end up as a whimper now do you know what i mean yeah it sort of hit that bump in it yeah relying on the teams around us and at this end of the table you can't really do that no but at least it's this end not the other end yeah that's true <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what i'm season. bothered about that's what I'm bothered about. At the beginning of the season, you said to me, right, you're going to be... Uh, it's funny enough, I was talking to someone today, and they, they said, oh, I haven't looked at the table for ages. Oh, you're, you're sick. That's brilliant. Well done. Yes. And I went, do you know what? If you spoke to West Ham fans today, they'd be like, oh, right. oh we're sixth. Yeah. We, sound so, we sound so pretentious and privileged, don't we? Yeah. But it's what could have been. But it doesn't matter. As you said, if at the beginning of the season, they said, you know, you're sick with three games to go, like you'd be like, time. all day. Yeah. All day, innit? All day. So right. we'll see. We'll see what happens, isn't it? it? Whatever happens, it's been a good season, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. you know, in in attempts. I think any sort of European football for us would be quality this year, wouldn't it? Yeah, or next season even. It's going to be. I think it's a good reward for the fans. Yeah. We haven't had a we haven't had a European tour for about five years, really properly. Um. So yeah, I think it'll be good. Whatever, whatever, guys. Whether it's the Europa League, the the conference, or you know randomly the champions yeah. league if if everyone lost apart from us um it's it's uh, it's the right it's going in the right direction do you yeah, know what i mean like the last couple of years we don't really have much to cheer and shout no. about so no. definitely definitely rather be this than down the other end like you say so yeah i'm looking forward to it regardless yeah i'm looking forward to it yeah and i, I I've, I've i've said on, on lots of these that do you know what? I'd, I'd rather us go in at the, at the, at the conference, honestly, because I just yeah. think we'd have a right giggle. We yeah, would have yeah. a right giggle. Do you know what? I was saying that earlier to someone at work. I was saying, I think even if we get in the Europa League, it, you're going to come up against teams that are beatable. So you can have yeah. a proper run at it. Like You might struggle against your teams like Sevilla and stuff like that, who have been there before and they got the squad for it. But I think you, we go to Champions League and you, you think we'll be playing like Barca and PSG and stuff. Yeah. It's not going to be a great night, is no. it? But I mean, you enjoy it, but yeah, yeah, it's a spectacle. <laughs> you're right. It's a spe- you're right. I tell you what, as a spectacle, it'd be amazing. It, it would be yeah. incredible to see, you know, West Ham share a pitch, you know, not in a friendly, but in a proper game yeah. with a Barcelona. But you know, you're going to get ditted over. Ditted? <laughs> what the fuck's that word? Dicked <laughs> over. Yeah, I've just made that. Always happens, and you're right. But um, but as you said, if like the Europa League or the Conference, we'll get for a few rounds as well. So yep. it will give you a chance for people to go to different places and maybe dish out the away tickets a bit more. So you know, everyone gets a chance of going to Europe and and um, obviously based on where we can go. So uh, yeah, we'll see. But uh, how have you been, man? Apart from that, yeah, no, apart from obviously I've been all right. To be honest, it's is what it is, isn't it? I am missing going to the football though. Yeah, like massively. Like you, you get to go, didn't you? So it's not too yeah. bad. To you. But I bet it's weird without fans, isn't it? It is weird. I mean, we're, we're recording it. I mean, I'm I'm buzzing for the um the Southampton game. 
yeah. buzzing because it's uh, yeah i've been fortunate enough to watch this fantastic season on my own basically yeah. <laughs> and it's it is weird it is weird it's like you know that i've got the biggest tv screen in the world you know what i mean yeah. just literally there there's you know on my own i can go to the go to the toilet when i want go to the fridge you know so it's it is weird um and i just think it's it, i think it's, i think it's great hopefully the way it pans out and hopefully you know you know we, we you know we get the fans in and everything's all right and just to get that little bit of reaction from the players to the fans you know that we've had a really good season and to be fair before all this happened it wasn't the most exciting it wasn't the nicest place to go to realistically you know if we're being honest um you know the, it was a bit you know it was, it was a bit bit tetchy wasn't it at the times of the fan base and stuff but now i think everyone as you said you're gagging to go back there's be yeah, tens of thousands of to get in there sort of exactly thing. yeah it'd be tens of thousands of people who are gagging to go back and not just for the football but to see their mates again and yeah. you know i mean as i said i would be been doing this channel for a, just over a year now I don't think I've met anyone on the channel I've interviewed face to face. You know, it's all been virtually. So yeah. it'd be great to meet them as well and chat to them. And you know, but I spoke to a bloke the other day. He went, "Oh, sorry, in the pub." And I said, "Why are you come and say hello?" Oh, because you know, if I could, what yeah. do you mean? That's ridiculous. But yeah, but no, I know what you mean. It's it's about it's just about getting back together and and seeing that and going to your mates and going to the same pubs and yeah. starting that routine again, man. Isn't it? I That's think there's so about. much like. There's such like a negative thing around the the uh, London Stadium. Yeah, now, yeah. Going back now, people are going to be looking forward to it more than ever. So it's going to just be they're excited to get back in there and like you say, see all their mates and stuff. So I think yeah, the, I think that first game back when it's at full capacity is going to be roaring like properly. Yeah. It's going to be proper motion, it proper motion yeah. bubbles got singing. I got, I mean, when, when, when we played uh, Man United, and there was two and a half thousand. I got really emotional seeing and hearing them sing bubbles because it's like. Yeah. You could it was just noise and then ten thousand is gonna make a racket. Um and I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean it's it's it pales in comparison what's happened in the last eighteen months yeah. to moving stadium. You know, it's, it's it's a different thing, you know, the world's turned on its head, but we're gonna be fortunate enough, hopefully, to go back and watch football. So I think as you said, I think people are gonna be a lot more what's the word? I can't think of the word, but you know you can appreciate uh, the community more, yes. Enough. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Which is only a good thing. And, and and don't forget, we'll have a team as well, which people are happy about as well. A yeah, team which we're proud of. So that makes a huge difference. Huge difference. So, 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 so why is West Ham your club, man? What, what's your, what's your story? Um, I didn't really have a choice. I was forced into good. West Ham from, from the off. I think there's photos of me in a cot in a West Ham kit. But yeah. I, I was saying this to my mates. Like, I think it's one of them things. You don't really get many casual West Ham fans. No. It's, it is like a family thing. You're born into being a West Ham fan. Like when you've got teams like City and Chelsea with all the money in that, and you've got the choice, like you're probably not going to choose so West true. Ham. But yeah, it's just a family thing, to be honest. Uh, all my all my cousins and that are all West Ham. Like my, my dad's West Ham, my yeah. granddad was West Ham. It's just yeah, one of them things. Passed it down. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, your, do you remember your first game? Yeah, your I first do, game. Actually. I do. Do you know what? Uh, I think it's. Um, Vinny on Twitter, he retweets the goals sometimes. Yeah, he helps yeah. me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he put the uh, the game that I first went to. It was uh, West Ham, Birmingham. And I think it was 2007, maybe. And Freddie Lundberg scored. We drew one all of them. And I think Lee Bowyer got sent off. <laughs> you literally had the gamut of West Ham players yeah, there. Yeah, Freddie yeah. Lundberg, Lee Bowyer. You had yeah. them all. all. All the stars were there for you, mate. That's it. That's it. But now, nah, <laughs> even that, that was that was a great day. Like You, yeah. you don't forget your first trip to, to a football match do you at all like especially no. your club 
Yeah, like, that's totally true. Yeah, that's totally true, man. It's like there's no. I mean, as I said, we've done over I don't know three hundred and something interviews, and and I don't think anyone has said, "Yeah, I went to the first game," and then I just thought, "Yeah, it was all right." Yeah, it was all right. So you know, I mean, as you said, you know, you're not having a choice as well, and you're right. There's not many fair weather West Ham fans, really. Yeah. As you said, Manu, Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, so isn't you know dipping and out. But I think when you're West Ham, you're West Ham, and you're yeah. all in. You That's are it, all yeah. in. Like, it? it is. It is. And I think it is. It's not just a way that you. It's a way like also a certain characteristic of being a West Ham fan. So obviously, the the slight blip we've had in the last four weeks say for example since Dex got injured basically um we were all predicting that in august you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> every month we said oh it's guys it's all the wheels have come off and we know it's coming and it was almost like as a, a although we you know the wheels did come off a little bit although we were like upset a lot i had a lot of texts from people going oh thank god we're back oh <laughs> wasn't used yeah. to all that winning and and uh and clean sheets as oh good old west ham that, that newcastle yeah, game when you're sat there and we're winning games three 0 and you're sat on the edge of your seat like we're gonna oh, we're gonna lose four three. You'd rather be like normal West Ham nil nil until like the 80th minute sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> play for the last ten. It's so true. Uh, I get texts and people go, oh, "We're still gonna lose four three yeah. if we're three up." Our, yeah, just because it's yeah. just West Ham, isn't it? It's so West Ham, but yeah. But we... To be fair, credit to the boys this year. They've been flat out, haven't they? Like you yeah. can't really knock the performances. It might have been one or two, but. To be where we are, I think that shows massively the improvement we've had this year. Yeah, definitely. And it, we've got in. and it shows us a, a change in characteristic because traditionally, you know, we would always play well against the big boys, really, yeah. and not play well against the Burnleys. But it seems this year it's flipped, really. So we've played well against the teams below us and better than not so good with the teams above us. And actually, there's less teams above us than there are below us. So actually, that makes right. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense. And if the, if the greedy sits got chucked out, we'd have won the league. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm taking it as a moral victory this season. Yeah. You know, the season where we won the league, albeit without the greedy six, but no, that's it's it. good. <laughs> and as you said, it's you know it is about you know the credit to the boys. They you know they have you haven't really. I think that that's what's different towards. I mean, who's your ham of the year this year? But do you know what I really like Sifal? Yeah, me I too. Think, I think because that's sort of been a position where we've struggled over the last few years. You think we've had players like Arba Lower and stuff come in and yeah. try and do a job, and it's like to have him in there has been it's been immense, really, isn't it? And he's he's not only just made the position his own. I think he's actually added something to the squad, like that sort of like. Yeah that drive of actually wanting to win games and he just plays for the bads and I love it. Mm. Yeah, you're totally right, man. And I think also, uh, and it's quite funny, I've interviewed a few people and they've said, oh, who's your hammer of the year? And, and that they've struggled to pick one um, because there's been four or five. Yeah. And that's, yeah, and, and, and that's the pit. Exactly. But that's, that's a great thing for us as, as fans yeah. where it's not always last year. It was always going to be Declan Rice. Yeah. Maybe a Gabonna, but there was like one or two. You thought that was always going to be Fabianski. You thought that was always going to be Dimitri. You know, it's it was always like or that was on on Outfitch, the, the previous it was always going to be Dimitri Payet. Yeah, it was always one. Staple, they? Yeah. yeah, this one it could be as you said four or five. You know, easily and based on and if it wasn't for injuries, you could have added maybe number two or three into there yeah. as well. You know, um, I'm with you. I'm 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 all Sufal. I've been Sufal for the last couple of months. Yeah, um, and it was. I, and it was like I was. I said Sufal was my hammer of the year, but I thought he wasn't going to win it because 
Oh, sorry, man. I cut out. I was getting a phone call. That's right. Don't worry, man. Don't be silly. Um, so, no, I always thought Sufal was going to be... I always picked Sufal as my hammer of the year, but I thought, do you know what? He's not going to win it because he's always so consistent. It's a, it's a weird sort of yeah. weird yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. It's like Rice the first season when he, he was in control. Yes. Exactly. Because he was always playing a 7 or 8 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. He goes unrecognised. You forget about it. Yeah, which seems ridiculous, but it's true. Isn't it? And But not why I be Suchek. But actually, Suchek, the last couple of games, with Rice being out, hasn't been as, as, as commanding as he usually is. And so I think it's it's put two fouls, um, you know, chances a bit higher. So I think it's going to be exciting. I mean, you know, I, I want the two Czech boys to be one on two. I think that's what I want. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be brilliant, man. It'd be brilliant. I think before before his injury as well, Ogbonna was definitely up. Good shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. I think he's been quality the last two seasons. He was unlucky definitely. to miss out last year to Rice, but obviously Rice deserved it. So yeah, definitely. I think you're right, man. And I think yeah, Ogbonna, yeah. And he was like, yeah. She said once he's got in, that's the trouble with the injuries. And I mean, Cresswell, you know, I think you know potentially, you know, he could be thrown in there because you know when he hasn't played. The same when when Deck hasn't played, you've noticed him. You notice Cresswell equally as much in terms of his yeah. crossing. So. Who would have said that 18 months ago? Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's People like... calling for him to go. I think I was one of them, to be fair. Yeah. But he's, yeah, he's sort of... I think the players around him definitely help. It's the same with any team, isn't it? You can perform yeah. when you've got quality. You mm. can't just be a one-man band. So true. So true. Not just... De- not just. I mean, uh, like someone like Masuaku. We've forgotten about him because he's got injured. Yeah. But he was pivotal at the beginning of the part of the season. I remember uh, he was, was the international duty and he came back and there was rumours he was injured. Yeah. We were like, oh my God. And it's like... A year ago, people just wanted him out. You know, it's yeah, like, I love it. Five, wasn't it? And we were playing like Arsenal and Wolves and stuff. And he was just, yeah, he made that left on fire. Yeah. Yeah, on fire. And so we've, I think we've missed him a little bit as well in terms of that sort of, we've got the, they've got the right side sorted now with Sufal. But that left side, I think sometimes where Masuahu comes in, he, he's, there's not many players who defensively, always oh, not a defender, but you know what I mean, who, yeah. who bring the ball forward, who actually yeah, run yeah. forward with the ball. You know, it's yeah. always passing it. And so, that's that. That's a that's a technique which is you know very hard to come by. And he had a, he had a trick in his locker as well. So good with his feet, mm. so good. So yeah, good. Like, there, there's that video in there of him against Spurs where he does that little like, flick up and knocks it in between Son and yeah. I think it's Aurier. But you, to have that in your locker as a left back, I think you've got to be some kind of player in there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think you know the thing about him is you know. It, He's he, he openly admits he's he's not a defender really. Yeah, yeah. So that's always great when your defender says he's not a defender. But I think nowadays it's not about being defenders, the fullbacks really. Now it's about how they. Uh, it's almost like they're auxiliary midfielders, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Auxiliary wingers. So um, I mean, I think it was the was it the Burnley game? I was listening that Sue Fowl. We had like I don't know twenty crosses. Half of them were by him. Yeah, he's yeah. a right back. He was just mental. So that's it. It's actually it's mental when you look at it. Like if you watch City the way they play, I think uh, Pep's got his fullbacks that literally they pull into like centre mid sometimes. Yeah, just to yeah. Space, but they're like phantom fullbacks. It's a whole new yeah. position these days. Yeah, like it's, you it's crazy. Defend, you're you're a key part of the attack as well. No, you're right. And I mean, you know, previously, I mean, obviously, when we had someone like Zabaleta, bless him. You know, he was arguably an old school right back. Um, you know, there was a period where we had people like PSE and Nigel Winterburn, yeah. like old school fullbacks. You can't be like that anymore. You have to be mobile. Yeah. You have to be as quick as the wingers. I mean, you look yeah. at Liverpool, Alexander, you know, um, you've got obviously Robinson. You've got obviously the, the Man City boys and, and James, for, James for Chelsea. These guys aren't full. They're not defenders. They are attackers. Yeah. They are rapid. Um, and... That's the way you have to play with these. And as you said, it's and and I think Sufal sort of developed into that. I wouldn't say he's he's naturally a wing back, but he's uh he's given it a good fucking go. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And that's what I love about it, them boys. Yeah. 
It's the fact that when we do play that five at the back and you have the wing backs or whatever, they they can bomb forward because they've got yeah. decent cover at the back now. So it's yeah. not like it's not an issue. Whereas before, when we when when we have that flat four and you send a player forward, your side's exposed, or or your your centre back comes out and the middle's exposed. But with that five, I think that then them two especially Masuaku and Kafal, just unreal. Yeah, backs. No, you're totally right, man. You're totally right. I think it, I just think it's exciting. There's, you know, and it's it, and it seems. I, I mean, and some people go, "Oh, this is one season wonder." I don't think it's going to be a one season wonder. Um, I mean, you've got the shirt. I mean, that shirt is like epitomizes the last time we had a, a, a sort of a prolonged amount of time in the Premier League's top yeah. eight, top nine. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's. I think the, the those times are coming back because. It just seems, you know, it seems the recruitment, the the way the team are playing, the, the bond that the team have got, um, it, it's it's very reminiscent of that time, you know. Yeah. So, let's well, hope, you, look, man. you look at the finishes Everton had under Moyes when he was yeah. there; they were pretty much top half, top eight every season, weren't they? Yeah. There was a couple of blips they had, but um, I would take that at West Ham to know that you're constantly going to be fighting for a top six position or pushing for that at least yeah. every season. It's much better than fighting relegation. Oh God, yeah. Chopping gotcha. and managers every three seasons or three months or whatever. Yeah, I just think I think that it's it's the beginning of a new a new new dawn, and yeah. I think it's, and I think I know Moyes had his knockers because of well not knockers he's, he's a bloke but you know what I mean. Um, he um, but he in terms of Man United and 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 Sunderland and uh, Real Sociedad. Yeah. But everyone forgot about Everton. You know, he was there for years. Everton Preston, he was there for years, building up a team, creating a a unit and. And that's what he's clearly doing there. And that's what I love. He, he can, when, you, when he does his interviews, he talks about sort of the transfer windows to come, not like, you know, oh, this transfer window, the next transfer window. So he's got this plan in his head. Yeah. And that's that's great. I, I, can't, I honestly can't remember the last time we've had that yeah. um, in terms of having someone who's got like a, a project. Yeah, you know, no, definitely. Um, I think what you said there as well with the other teams that he's been at, obviously United, Sociedad and Sunderland, what other managers have gone there and succeeded? Yeah, so you're right. It's not like he's gone there and absolutely had a mare. It's no. the the clubs haven't like backed him or he's not had the time. And I think if yeah. he gets that at West Ham, we're onto something good. I think we really are. I think we really, really are. And but not but not to the detriment of the clubs, you know what I mean? Because I think part of the club's ethos is is um, you know, being hard working, you know, working class club, that type of working yeah. class fan base. And and I think, you know, we have the David Moyes sort of the way he plays epitomizes that West Ham that that's a West Ham nature in terms of he's proper like you know he wants play he doesn't necessarily want fancy dans he might have a couple but they've got to work you know I mean bless Ben Rama he's a he's an incredibly talented player but he works hard defensively as well yeah. running back quite a lot and so there's Lingard as well I've seen, you know I've watched him and the cameras don't pick up these things but literally I've seen him literally bust a gut to get to right back when he's seen that Sufal's gone on a run, you know, little things like that. They're really working hard and it's just a team, you know, it's a team spirit. It's not like, you know, I mean, everyone talks about the, the bowling season with Pyatt and stuff and that, and he was a phenomenal player, but you know, to be honest, that the team plan was give it to, give it to Pyatt. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. Wasn't it? So, yeah. It's get like, a free kick from anywhere closer than 30 yards. And yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like Mark Noble step up yeah. for a penalty. But um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens at the end of this season. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm confident for, for the years to come as well, because I think we need it now. A bit of prolonged time in the top 10 for a while and be establish ourselves as that team. And a couple of cut runs and a bit of Europe, that'll do us. That's yeah. all we want, isn't it? We're not greedy. Yeah, just want to see us do well. Yeah, 
we just want to see us do well, not panic about going down. Cut the cut runs, some good players coming through, some of the academy coming through. We know we're never going to win the Premier League, but it's we don't want. I don't. I don't want us to win the Premier League. Yeah, I thought because I think you'd end up being like you know, like Man City or a Chelsea. It's like well, there's nothing about them, is there? There's nothing about them. So. To be honest, I'd I'd love to be up there this season to see what the atmosphere was like with us winning games constantly with the yeah. form we've been on. I think yeah. that would have been unreal. Like yeah, we can if we like like you say we can replicate that every other season now. Then. We're on to we're on to a winner. I totally agree, man. I totally agree, man. Right, let's let's do your hammers eleven, man. Um, right, so <clears throat> everyone on the channel, apart from a couple of people, have, have put their eleven together. So the idea is you can pick whoever you want, yeah, based on what career. It doesn't have to be the best; it can be the worst. It doesn't matter. The only any criteria, but the only rule is you have to be aligned to a scene and play. That's it. Otherwise, we'd have all put Bobby Moore in, yeah. Trevor Brook in, have been the same it's eleven exactly pretty much. Yeah. And uh, and we were never lucky enough to see Bobby Moore play. Um, obviously, we saw, I don't know, Jonathan Spector. Um, <laughs> Jonathan yeah. Spector. That one game, that one <laughs> game he turned up. Uh, yeah, against Man United, where he was like, you know, prime, prime in the Esther. That one game, bless that him. <laughs> so that's it. So um, we, we'll talk about formations as we go through, but it doesn't matter. So, so who's who's in goal for the standards eleven? That's the question. I think Fab. I think he's got nice. Me. Yeah, I, I, I would give like an honourable mention to Rob Green. Nice, but it's fab for me, definitely. Yeah, I think yeah. He, that season he won Hammer of the Year, he was it was different gravy. Like he kept us in some games. I remember being nice. sat on the edge of my seat watching. I think it was Fulham <coughs> on a on a Tuesday night or something. It was like the first minute of the game, and Ryan Babble's gone caning it through. He's oh yeah, box. and Fab's just gone. Yeah, I love that. Like just little things like that. That just was that just when he dyed his hair red? Red, yeah, yeah, that's it. That was it. <laughs> So funny. I don't remember the game, but I remember the fact he dyed his hair. Wasn't yeah. so about me, but yeah. Um. I, remember, I remember my girlfriend. Like, it was one of her first games, and she looked at me and she went, uh, "Your goalkeeper's quite good, isn't he?" <laughs> yeah, he's not bad. And then every time she's been, he's had a worldie. He saved the penalty against Cardiff, the lot. Yeah. So, yeah he's, so he he makes it for me. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. About honorable mentions for uh, for Rob Green because he was an exceptional goalkeeper. Yeah. An absolutely exceptional goalkeeper, and and was there for a long time. Yeah, that's my only sort of slight. What's the word? Not, not disappoint. Yeah, disappointment really about Fabianski is we didn't get him a couple of years earlier. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But for his sake, for his sake more than any, because I think if he was here for five, six years, sort of, you know, it's the same sort of time as Robert Gray, maybe even longer, seven or eight, he'd be in the same sort of discussion as yeah. Ludo and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Because he's yeah. that good. Yeah, no, definitely. He's I think good. yeah, if we'd have sort of got him before we'd gone Swansea or something like that. That's what I mean. Yeah, straight from Arsenal. That's he what we want, man. He could have made himself like a bit of a cult hero. Definitely. Right. Okay. So, who's your next player? Who's your next player? Uh, I'll probably go Ferdinand. You've got to stick him in there, haven't you? Big Rio. You've got to have Rio in there. So, like, I, I think that's kind of on like what he went on to do, though, as well. Yeah. No, I get that. You can't, you can't omit him from the best team for West Ham after what he did. Like, yeah. And at the time, he was the record signing for a defender when he when we sold him to Leeds. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was again, wasn't he? When I think he went to, went to United, yeah. United. So yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. I think he's, uh, yeah, he's an incredible player. Uh, I remember him, remember him making, making his debut, and and I think you know because we were, we were sort of knew about this guy who was going to be like the Bobby Moore, yeah. the next Bobby Moore, and uh, he was like one of the first academy boys. We need to. He was the first it. of that generation. Yeah, yeah. he really was. 
And I remember because he came on, I think he came for Alvin Martin. I think it was Alvin Martin's last game as well. And so it was like a passing of the ch- torch. Yeah. And he said, oh, here we go. This, this boy's going to be mustard. I think, the first, I think he says it in his autobiography as well. The first thing he did was literally whack it into row Z. And it was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the ball playing defender that we all wanted. But uh, yeah. yeah, he's a top boy, Rio, isn't he? Top boy. And so is his brother. I love Anton as well. We get, I love Anton. He's a top boy as yeah, well. That, that was like a, a prime... I think that was when I really first started getting into football was with like Anton and Gabidon and yeah that, that team. Yeah. But that, that, I mean, that was a great team. You know, it was a great team. We've interviewed a lot of them and uh, they're all, I mean, everyone we've interviewed is top guys, but they were particularly, you know, they just got it. They just got it. And Anton just got it. And I, and I think part of the reason is, is because for Anton, you know, he was with, you got to think how long Rio was at the club for. Um, then, add three years onto that because that's how long Anton was because he was hanging around when Rio was going to football, going to West Ham as a kid. Yeah. Anton was ha- hanging around with him. You know, so he was obviously a few years younger. So, you know, that, there's always that, that association with West Ham and the Ferdinands, but uh, no, big man. Right. Okay. So Rio is in. Who's next then, my friend? Uh, probably Collins for me. Ginger. I, yeah. I love everything he stands for. And yeah, I think there was a game I watched when he, I think he was still with us, but he was injured. And he uh, he st- sat in the crowd last game of the season, and he just he just embodies West Ham, didn't he? I love him. Oh, he does. Yeah, I, I love him. Back. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's just hard as nails. You know, what I mean, yeah. old school defender. Um, you know, not I'm not comparing them, but there's a little bit of Craig Dawson. No, no, no there's a little bit of James Collins in Craig Dawson in terms yeah, of the way he that. plays. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Not not comparing them at all, but they're they're, they're similar old school British defenders, a bit like what we've always been used to, like Alvin Martin and, and people like that blockers, you know, guys who are going to just put their body on the line. And that's all we want. We don't, you know, they're not gifted particularly, um, but they, they, they put it in and, uh, and you can't question their commitment. That's all we really want as a West Ham yeah. fan, to be honest. Right. Okay. So we've got, we've got Collins. We've got Rio. Who's next. I'm going to put a Bonner in there. Okay. It was between him and Reed for me. Yeah. But I just, I'm an Ogbonna fan, big yeah. time. And I think Reed's been gone so long. I know he's a massive part of the history, but you just, we just haven't seen him play in ages. It's true. Like, it's I can't remember true. last time I saw a prime Winston Reed when he wasn't injured and stuff. It's sad, like, isn't it? It's really sad, player. I think, with him. But, yeah. yeah. But as you said, with Angelo, he's just like, he's found this sort of like, this form in the last two years, yeah. you know, form of his life, you know, ironically, towards the end of his career, arguably. But I just think he's uh, he's great, isn't he? And again, we've missed him when he hasn't been in. He, that that defense, him and him and Dawson work as a two or or with a three with with uh, with Cress. When when it, when he's not there, it does look a lot shakier, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But no, I think he's great. He should, yeah, he's such a to the point player. Like he'll he'll put in his challenge. If he leaves a bit on the player, he's not there in his face squaring up. He's just jogging back to his position. He d- he doesn't want all the all the whatever it is like commotion. Yeah, well, he's just yeah, I know what you mean. He does, yeah. He doesn't really. You're right. He doesn't get involved in any ag, does he? Really, I can't. Remember, I can't remember seeing him having a square up or something like that. You know, he's. That's a good. That's a really good point. Why I don't ever saw him do that. I hear him shout. God, he shouts. He shouts. Yeah, I can open the door and I can hear. And it's it's quite fun listening to. He does shout quite a bit. Yeah. You can. He's got a very distinctive voice. Um, but uh, yeah, doesn't doesn't really put it about, which is which, yeah, which is a credit to him, I suppose. Um, right. Okay. Who is next? Who is next? I'm probably going to go into the midfield. Play three at the back. Nice, no worries, no problems. I'm, and I'm gonna stick Scott Parker in there. Scott Parker, yeah, good yeah, shout. I think that, like I said, that sort of era was like prime West Ham for me. 
Yeah, yeah. He was what, like three time back to back camera of the year. Just unbelievable. I don't know if I can forgive him for going to Tottenham, but <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things, isn't it, with Scott Parker? I mean, I mean, you know, and, and I find it quite ironic recently because obviously last summer we all we were literally walking Declan Rice out of the out of the ground and literally yeah. walking him to Chelsea, weren't we all? Good luck yeah. to him. Good luck. Good luck to him. Well done, Declan. When Scott Parker did it, as you said, he was sort of vilified a little bit, wasn't he? It goes to Tottenham, and it's like, well, it's sort of there's a similarity in terms of what they're trying to do, really. Um, you know, neither really asked to leave. Um, they both, you know, if obviously Dex's not going to leave, it doesn't matter. But yeah. you know what I mean. So, um, I think I think with Scott Parker, I think you know he was. I mean, I used to see him sometimes, literally, literally crawl, crawl into his car. You know, after a game, that's how much effort he put in. Yeah, it was, and it was um, he got relegated, and he won uh, Writers Player of the Year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like that, that's that's it all. Mental. Yeah. Absolutely mental. No, I think he's great. Love. I think he's a, a great guy. And I, I'm really, I'm really sad about Fulham not Fulham going down because it would be nice for him to have led the team, led Fulham out. Yeah. In front of the West Ham crowd because they would have given the good old Super Scotty Parker because they would have because. Yeah. Of what he gave, I know there's a bit of a, but that was a long time ago now, and you know we knew it was for his career and his dad, who was a Tottenham fan, weren't he on his deathbed or something like that? Said, you know, he said that he promised him he'd play for Tottenham. You can't really blame him that, can you? But um, yeah. right, put Scotty Parker in. But if he did, you'd be bloody cold-hearted, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, right, <laughs> yeah. all right, Scotty P's in. Who's next? Mr. West Ham, Mark Noble. Jonathan, Spe- oh, I'm just going to put Jonathan Spencer in. Oh, I twice, <laughs> twice has appeared in today's show. Uh, Marky Nobes, yeah, we got to talk about Marky Nobes. Yeah, you can't, you can't have an all-time West Ham, <laughs> can you? Really? No, no, you can't. Superb man, superb man. Love him. I loved him on a uh, on Crouch's podcast. Have you heard it yet? It's brilliant. Yeah, I literally Marky. listened to it today. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Really good, really good. And 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 what's really what I found really interesting about that. And actually, gave me a little insight into, and maybe I should ask some of these questions when we interview some of the ex-players. Is you know because Mark's played so many games for one club, Crouchy came over really a little bit jealous. Yeah, I thought, yeah. and I didn't really think of it like that. But you know, in terms of the legacy that Martin Noble was going to leave, arguably he's going to make, in my opinion, he's going to be leaving a greater legacy than Peter Crouch in yeah. terms of his playing career. You know, in that Peter Crouch, I'm not, not comparing the two, but obviously Crouch, he went from Spurs, QPR, Spurs, Southampton, Portsmouth, you know, did the Liverpool, did like, you know, four or five clubs. But to the extent that he'll be one of the people mentioned about who have played for Liverpool or Tottenham. Yeah, Mark yeah, Noble. Like club legend status. Yeah, exactly. And I get, I totally get that. He may have won the, char- you know, this and that, and, and uh, Mark Noble's won bugger all. Yeah. But. It's a really interesting concept to think about that. And I, I, it opened my eyes a little bit to it. And I could just, I can see that now, you know, he's how respected he is, you yeah. know, something funny, right? He's not, if you put like, you know, to get him, to get him on the show was quite a coup. I thought it was, was, was really interesting because, you know, in, in the eyes of, you know, people outside of West Ham, it's Mark Noble. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? He's not very, yeah. not very glamorous, not very showbiz person to have on the pod. But obviously, it showed the respect that Peter Crouch had for him that he yeah. wanted him to be on, you know. And it's it's a it you just shows you you don't get that in the modern game, do you? No, no, like, no. You, when you think of players like that, Gerard springs to mind. Yeah, and then you sort of you forget about him going to like LA Galaxy and that. But you, yeah, like he made how many appearances for Liverpool? So it, yeah, like, he's club man. legend, and he won stuff as well, which I think helps. 
But Noble yeah. even came out and said, didn't he? He was like, I've not won nothing at West Ham. We've won a couple of playoff finals, but I wouldn't change it at all. No, no, no. And you get that. And you know it's true. It's not in bullshit. That's the thing. He calls it, you know, he, he calls it down the line and he's he's very outspoken. So, you know, there's no bullshit when he's talking about those types of things. And it is something special when he said, he said, you know, I, I, you know, it was the, it's the club I sneaked in under the under the yeah. barriers when I could when I was 10 years old. It's the club when I made my debut. I walked home. Um, and it's going to be it's going to be really it's going to be really weird next season after next after he's yeah. after he's gone you know he's got his dying but yeah I'm glad he I'm glad he has signed that year of extension yeah. so he can be seen off properly I don't yeah. know how much of a role he'll play next year but if we do get I, year, I think quite a lot yeah I think quite a lot I think he's going to be quite pivotal I think particularly in Europe um it may well suit him is the, the game it's a slower paced game than than, yeah. than the Premier League so you know, typically, so that I think it may suit him quite. A lot. I know, obviously, there'll be cups and stuff. I think we'll get a few games, but it's, it's. I think, and it's, it's the most Mark Noble thing to do, to say, I've got, you know, I've got, I'm going to leave next season, so you've got time to yeah. prepare yourselves, boys. Because I mean, people like yourselves, people like you, I mean, you, you, Mark Noble's been West, in West Ham since you've been supporting them properly, you know, really, so yeah. to speak. Um, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. But yeah, and he's played with a lot of people. Two hundred and something. That's why we're doing the Noble era. It's like seventeen seasons, loads of different players, and it's incredible how many, how many he's played with. But right, okay, so we'll move on. Parker, we got Noble. Who's next? I'm probably going to stick Rice in there as well. I, I yeah. can't see past him. Yeah, like, he's one of the best players I've seen in, in a West Ham shirt live. I totally agree. I totally like, agree. A lot of my mates like wouldn't watch Rice week in week out because they're not West Ham fans. But then no. I'll be telling them like how good he is, and they're like, "Yeah, but he's just he's like he's Declan Rice, he's West Ham academy. Like how good can he be? Like he's not in the England squad. Then he got called up in the England squad. Yeah, and then they started to watch him a bit more, and now the majority of them will want him to go and play for their club. <laughs> what I've got United fans and Chelsea fans like, oh yeah, we want Rice this year. We're going to get Rice, and it's like, yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think he's. He's like to me. I think I I can't think of anyone, realistically, who, who's 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 his position. Who's who, who's better yeah, than him? That's what I mean. You think of play, when you think of like, like clubs like ourselves, like having a, a good player. It's normally like Crystal Palace with like a Zaha or something. Someone that's yeah, 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 yeah. Step over and stuff like that. Like we have Piat and that. But when you actually watch what he brings to the game, it's ridiculous. Like the amount yeah. of like times he breaks up play or is just just distribution and stuff is just. And the fact now he wears the armband and he's what 21, 22, and he's leading the Mental, team. Mental, like it's nuts. Yeah. Mental. How many games he's played for the club? Over one hundred and forty games. You know, yeah. and you know he, you know, I've always I've said that you know he he could be you know one of the all time appearance makers. I hope that's so. the right expression. I do hope so. I really, I really, really hope so. And no, I think it's nice that like Noble's had the sort of mentoring with him. Yes. He's going to hand him the armband. It's going to be a yeah. nice way for him to go out yeah. knowing it's in good hands. Yeah. And you're right. But I think in the same way, Noble ha- inherited it from Kevin Nolan and, and, and he's learned from Scott Parker and, and, and Lucas Neal. I mean, there was, there's some good, good sort of, you know, captains that Noble played under as well. And Bryce has obviously played under Mr. West Ham. So, you know, and I, I don't know why I've just had this feeling he says, and now, you know, he'll probably be sold next week. But I have this feeling that, you know, he's going to be around for a long time with us. Yeah, I hope so. Do you know what I mean? If, they, if I they're just... going to build a team around that sort of quality, there's yeah. no reason why he wouldn't be. No. Like, I know there's a, like teams like uh, Villa who have got Grealish and stuff. He is like a, a big standout player 
in yeah. quite a small pond. I agree. Yeah. I, think, I think Rice is a massive player for us, but the pond is getting like bigger fish in it as well. So it's not like he's just going to get left being a standout player like Pyatt yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I, I totally agree, and I think you're right there. I think with him particularly, well, like with with Declan Rice, for me, he's just like you. you you're right. I think if he went to a, a, a Man United or a City or someone like that, he'll be one of a dozen. Yeah, you know, it'd be, it'd be you know for City, it'll be like him, De Bruyne, you know, and he he might not play every game. He might not be first choice. They've got Rodri, they you know, and and so he, as you said, he if he stayed at West Ham, he would be number one. He would be our oh, Billy Bonds. He'd be our yeah. oh, new Mark Noble. You know, he, he'd and. And and the thing is, what I love about him is he don't stand still. He's he's trying to do stuff. So he's he doing more. He, he runs with the ball more. He's trying to do free kicks. You know, he'll probably be doing learning to do penalties to take over from Mark. You know what I mean? And I love that. I love that. You yeah, know, so often. Good, it was so often they go one directional, and, and that's all they do. But he's like he's trying to broaden his game. And fair play to him. You know what I mean? And it's like you know, you look in the Premier League, <clears throat> he pisses on someone like that they're like like Calvin Lewis or anyone like that. You just, you know, you're right. I'm just the same with Grealish in that I never really got Grealish, never really got him. And it's because I don't watch 90 minutes of him in the same way that non-West Ham fans never got Rice. But I think it was that, I think it was the Poland game recently where the one where he carried on injured, which is even more incredible because he was playing so well, plus he was injured, um, that people started to get it, started Mm -hmm. to get it. And I think with the Euros, I think people will get it even more you know, he could well be vice captain, you know, yeah. possibly. So we'll see. Right. <coughs> Who's next? Uh, I'm going to stick Joe Cole out on the wing. Nice. Nice. Nice, wing. nice, nice. This is a nice attacking team. Yeah. I think both, both spells he had with us. Were yeah. just He's, he's different. And he, he's, and he gets West Ham. He yeah. gets us. I like that a lot about him. I think he was the, he was the first sort of like, Flary player, I remember watching like properly been, yeah. and thinking like, okay, this guy's got something about him. <coughs> yeah, for for an English lad as well, he wasn't like Brazilian or anything like that. He, no. like, he was just Joe Cole. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. I know exactly what you mean. And 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 you're right. He was for yeah, definitely. I mean, you're you know, as you said, when you start getting to football, he was he would have been the poster boy at West Ham, weren't he? Yeah. Really, so. Uh yeah, brilliant. And 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 I and I love the way he, I love the way he talks on BT and stuff like that. Yeah, and punditry second to none for me. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't he? He's so and because you know he's gonna have a good football brain, but it doesn't surprise me, but he has a good football brain. It's really weird. It's like you know, you, you know you shouldn't be surprised, but he's I just find him really, really interesting and really, really insightful. And um and he's a good boy as well, he's a good laugh. And I love players who are just a good laugh, don't take themselves too seriously. And uh and yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. He'll just maybe maybe in the summer. Just just keep just make sure you subscribe to my hammers eleven. Anyway. Yeah, get him on. That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. Um, right, okay. So we'll put we'll put Joe in. Who's next? I've got to put Pyatt in there, really, haven't I? I can't. Yeah. I can't not put him in there. Not not with this. Not with this team. I think you got. Yeah, I think it's uh, it, it, there's a definite flair team. It's flair needed on this uh, on, on one wing. We've got Joe on one wing and and put Pyatt on the other wing. Yeah. I mean, he was the boy, wasn't he? He was the best player I've ever seen in my life. Unbelievable. Um, I just, I don't remember seeing a, a player like that at West Ham or having that sort of uh, hype around a player at West Ham. Considering yeah. we got him for like, he wasn't like a fifty million pound signing. Would he no, no, like no, no. Twelve from Marseille. Something like ten, twelve million, something. Like that. Yeah. yeah. And he, he wasn't expected to come and light the prem up the way he did. 
And yeah. I think there was he got a Ballon d'Or nomination. A lot. If you're getting a Ballon d'Or nomination playing for West Ham, you're a player and a half. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. Some of the some of the goals and stuff he's or the the moments he gave us, like United away limbs. Yeah. Stuff so like true. that. Yeah. You can't really you can't admit him from this team just purely on that. And he, I wish he stayed longer. And actually yeah. got to play with the with the team we've got now and stuff like that. So I think he'd have been quality. Oh been yeah. Personal Definitely. issues. And I don't know whether it was lack of ambition or like poor recruitment at the time, but he didn't really have a team built around him fit for him. I get you. Like, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. if he if he was pinging it like on out of it at the time would have been a good signing because he would have yeah. been pinging balls into someone who can finish. But I think yeah. we had was it Caleri come in as like the the striker at the time, oh, Jonathan Caleri. God bless him. Yeah, he was he was he was a, po- a post away from being a good player. Yeah, he, and he and he hit the post. I think it was against Man United. So he hit the post. If that went in, he would have been he would have just rocketed. But yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I think you're right. I think I think I think to be honest, it's mainly a personal thing. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, he, he went back. He didn't go to like a Real Madrid or anything. He went back to the the club he'd come back from eighteen yeah. months before, um, and and obviously, despite the fact that he basically did the same thing to them and did to us, they welcomed him back with open arms. They know what a good player he was, uh, and and paid and played. You know, we doubled our money on him, really. Um, but I know what you mean, and and having someone who. And I've said it before, you know, usually at West Ham, I see West Ham, and I've said it before, as um, a bookend club. So we get players who are, like, at the beginning of their career, Rio Ferdinand, or we get players like Fabianski, who are at the end of their career, really, realistically, or Teddy Sheringham, or Nigel. Hyatt, wasn't it? That was, that was 18 months. It was the best 18 months of his career. Got him back into the French squad. Despite yeah. the fact he wasn't even playing in France, that yeah, you know, that he was, Euros he had, he was he, that, oh, that was the standout thing. Wasn't yeah. it? Like, he was he wasn't just doing it being a big fish playing the confidence in a small no. pond. He was killing it on the big stage. Yeah, and and we were all French fans. I mean, we were English fans yeah. first, and as soon as England got knocked out, we was like you know all about the French. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he's a quality player. Quality player, so skillful. Yeah. Right. Okay, we'll put him in. Who's next? Two more. Uh, I think uh, it's top two in it. I'll, I'll put Tevez in there. Carlitos, where is he? There he is. It's got to be, yeah. I think he was. It was that he was the big signing at the time for us, wasn't it? Like, I yeah. was it two thousand five or six? He joined. Oh no, seven. Was after Probably six, Cup. seven, yeah, six, seven, yeah. Um, and yeah, he the, the stuff he'd done for us, and I think it was his first proper like English club, wasn't it? So yes. he had like a real appreciation of playing in England. Yeah. He just loved being there. And he was a he was a bowler. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think when you think of Carlos Tevez, you think of like Juve, City, like all them sort of big clubs and all the like honours and that. But you forget he played for West Ham, and he yeah, was yeah. absolutely killing it for us at the time. Yeah. Obviously, the great escape we owe him for that against United. True, very true. And that, and I reckon that year is probably the last season where we went to the final game with something on the plate, something, yeah. you know, because, because usually it's like, oh, we'll end up, if we win, we go 12th, yeah, you know, but that, that was like literally the last game is very similar to what's going to happen this season. I think in terms of what European yeah, competition we're in going right to the wire. And that was a, uh, yeah. And to be fair, to be perfectly honest, obviously Carlitos, maybe until there's 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 a hint there's like the way i see it, it's slight parallels to the to ben Rahm at the moment you know carlos would try so hard to score 
so hard. He was all over the bloody pitch to the detriment of his performance. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it was only when Curbs came in and said, look, you just stay up front and we'll just give you the ball. Then you can run yeah. like a madman. And even then, he was hit the post. The goalkeeper would have a great, or he'd miss an open goal. Or you know, I remember I think it was just before he scored that goal against Tottenham, he was hitting the post, and it was yeah. so frustrating. And that first goal went in, and that was it. Then he went, you and I think that's how what's... much it meant to him as well. Exactly. Like, off jumping the crowd, he wasn't messing around, was he? Yeah. <laughs> but, but but apparently, when I was interviewing, I think it might have been Anton or someone, he said that was when Carlos realised. You know, like Carlos understood, you know what it. You, he understood what it was to be a West Ham fan that yeah. game because it was against Spurs and then he got it. He got on board. He was on board whole hog then, mm -hmm. you know, until then it was just not another club, but he wasn't, didn't get that connection, yeah. but that goal against Spurs, as he's jumping in the crowd, just the, the smile on his face, the joker smile on his face. Um, that's what got him going. And yeah, then he, then he skyrocketed and then he, he kept us up practically single-handed yeah. in terms of his goals. But uh yeah, top boy. If you look right. at the one he um yeah. he chats about uh teams he's been at as well. Like he doesn't really talk about City and that like great no. all United and that, but he's got he's got respect for West Ham. And yeah. I've got a lot of time for that. I mean he said like a few months ago that it's the only club he would come back to Europe for. Yeah. Would be West Ham. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure, man? City are really good now. You know, <laughs> okay, right. No, no, Juventus aren't too bad either. No, no, no. You play for Ronaldo? No, no, no. It's all right. You want to come back? You want to come back to play with uh, Mikel Antonio? Yeah, yes. makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense, Carlitos. Um, right, okay. So we've got Carl. Who's the last player? Who's the last I player? I the answer to this one, didn't you? Simeone Zaza. No, I was going to say Jonathan Clary again. <laughs> yeah, Decanio for me. Yeah. He's the reason I think I love West Ham. Like that, that Wimbledon goal was probably my first proper memory of West Ham scoring. Like, it's just, yeah. yeah, I love that. And my Sunday league team get pretty annoyed at me because if the ball's in the air in the box, I'm trying it. Having <laughs> like, a go, having a yeah. go. He's having if a go. Out of a thousand, I'll take it. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> love it. It is, though. He's, I mean, you know, he's, he was the boy, weren't he? He was that, that boy. And I mean, you've got a few ballers in your team, I must admit. But you know what I mean? He was like, he was the original. In, in in the modern era, I'd say, um, and was just, but you know, yeah, Piat. I think Piat technically was better, but I I think, but the Canier is my favourite player of all time because yeah, he had that, he had that sort of that skill, but he just had this entertainment, and you know, I, and for me, I want to be when I want to go football. I'm not necessarily, and people say it's not, you know, it's not necessarily about the result, but you want to be entertained, you want to have a laugh, you want to, you know, and I think. That's why I think some people are always anti Big Sam. You know, Big Sam got us top ten. He got us promoted to a few top ten positions and stuff like that. But you weren't, you didn't come away feeling entertained. Yeah. Um, but Di Canio, you would do, you know, and and you'd you'd pay your season ticket just to see him play. Um, and obviously he epitomised that that era where you got the shirt on. But you know that sort of red nap era where it was about entertainment. You know, we had some real funny funny fuckers in our team we had yeah. a real bunch of real of rogues we had you know razor and ian wright and john moncur and oh i just look back at the era with like you know like with like real like nostalgia i love that era that was my favorite era of, of of supporting west ham just because it was so fun it was so fun yeah. probably the last time i reckon that football was fun i think i think genuinely the, for the first season I actually started watching West Ham like I probably didn't understand football was this the yeah of course got relegated yeah um and that was just on the TV with my old man and I remember we lost 2-0 to Charlton 
in like the first game I ever watched. And I was just addicted to it from then onwards. Yeah. And then when you start actually watching a couple, I think we got beat like quite a bit of a run there. But then we beat Chelsea three two yeah. at Bridge and he scored two. And I was yeah. like, Yeah, this this is this is the guy. Yeah. It's just excited, just get you off your seat. A bit like Pi, yeah. a bit like Joe, a bit like Carlos. You know, when they're on it, they get you off your seat. And that's all we want to do. I mean, you know, to be honest, no one sits in their seats anyway. So it doesn't make no difference, but literally speaking. But yeah. Um and and and, and the Kanye was just a boy. And he said, you know, still and same as Carlitos, still massive West Ham fans and you know, still get the club and the club got him. And you know, those those situations that picky those two, you know, they they're not from East London. Yeah, they didn't have the to the club, so they just yeah. they just love it for what it is. But it just works. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often, and but you know, but when it does, it, it's just magic. And 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 those two are just just magical. And yeah, uh, yeah fantastic. Right, let me let me bring it up where it is. Uh, I've had to put Mark at number ten, but he's played at number ten before. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Made no difference. Made no difference. There we go. Just because I I was just doing it as you were chatting. My my PowerPoint skills are getting a lot better nowadays, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what, mate. That 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 would be an entertaining team. Let's be honest. Maybe maybe not the the sort of the uh, the aerial threat that we use, that we used to in the current team, but we'd have a good old day. We'd play on the floor, wouldn't we? We play on the floor. Got an FA Cup or two in them. Definitely, definitely got a run. As I said to some in some teams, you would be first the match of the day. Yeah, <laughs> not necessarily always a good reason, but yeah. it's always good, man. It's always good. Right, man. It's been great. Been a great chat. Thank you so much for your time, man. Cheers for having me on, mate. Absolute pleasure, man. Absolute. Are you, are you still doing the old MMA? I am, yeah. Well, hopefully when, when everything, I think it's next week, we can go back and start doing contact and that. So, yeah. Oh, we'll good. Properly. Good. Well, that's, it. that's it. That's it, yeah. Teach you a few things. No, I don't think so. Um, at all. <laughs> at all. Um, anyway, thank you so much. And obviously, thank you to everyone for watching as well. Um, for myself and for Ryan, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Get those jabs when you get your appointments. Ryan's far too young to be getting his, his jab just yet, um, but he'll have it in a couple of months. Um, come on, you irons, and I'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Much love. Bye-bye. Right. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Podcast Network.